right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hangout Talks. Now, we have something special today, so we're not going to ruin the announcement just yet. We'll get into that. But what I want to do first is, of course, we have Vicky Nguyen from Costa Mesa, and she's the owner of Yum Bar, but we'll get into that. But what I want to do is read this intro, and then we'll have Vicky tell us what's different about this one. So we're hanging out with Vicky Nguyen from Costa Mesa, California, founder of Yum Bar, a healthy snack cold-pressed raw bar. She started it by balancing a busy life, making bars over the weekend, and selling it to her friends and co-workers. A few years later, Vicky is still thriving and balancing her entrepreneurship journey and her corporate life. Now, Vicky, can you tell us what's different about that intro? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on uh, again, and I'm so honored <laughs> to be here. Um, I guess what's different is what was going on before was I was balancing both both a corporate job and Yum Bar, and recently I took the plunge, did a leap of faith, and decided to leave corporate and, you know, just do Yum Bar full time. So that was that's my exciting news. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough jump. Yeah, it's a tough, really tough jump for sure. Because I know you have a family as well too that you have to take care of. I mean, I, I have my strict family. My parents are really strict. I'll mm. tell you guys more about that. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, they've been really supportive of the decision. Mm. I think it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, okay. and I decided to. Why not? You only have one life. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's crazy. We last time we hung out was November in 2020. Mm-hmm. We're just during that whole time. And uh, for everybody that's listening, it's on episode 26. Uh, it feels like way back when. Long time ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so much has changed. Uh, now we're in this season, and wow, that's that, yeah. that's great. I mean, 2020 just feels like a blur to me. So it feels so long ago, but not really, right? So I, yeah, when I made this decision, it was a hard decision because before COVID, I actually wanted to leave my company. And I've been with the company for 14 years. So that's, yeah, over a decade. a long time. Exactly. And I wanted to leave before COVID hit. COVID hit and I said, oop, no, don't do it. It's not time. <laughs> do not do that. Mm-hmm. And then just taking the leap now, it, it feels, I mean, to me, it feels really right. It's still scary because we just don't know what's going on. I mean, we have all these fear factors, right? The economy, you know, pandemic, mm-hmm. things like that. But I figured, I think this is a great time. Like, why not, right? I know that process wasn't easy. Could you take us through you know, to the point that you reached that decision to put in, I think you put in in two weeks, right? Like the uh, still yeah. same format. Well, I actually gave him a month. I was going to give him two that, months. There you go. I, yeah, I think it's just our, our <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, for me, it was like a worth ethics. I, you, I, you know, when you leave something, a job behind, you always feel like bad, or at least I felt bad. And so I was thinking about, should I give him two months? You know, I, I just I couldn't give them a two week notice because I felt like that wasn't enough time for them. But then I also thought about my business and the longer I extended, the, the more it would hurt the business. And so I gave them a month notice. Um, they gave me a lot of work you know, <laughs> the month that I was <laughs> leaving, which is fine. Uh, and I have to say, rewind back to I started the, the idea came about four years ago. And when the idea came, I actually saved money. Um, 
but just in case this goes somewhere, just in case, right? <laughs> so a little money on the side for the business. And throughout the times, I, I just, you know, balanced both corporate job and Yumbar. I mean, did a lot of markets, a lot of events with Yumbar. And it, yeah, it was challenging, but I was able to balance it. The minute the pandemic hit, I actually got a lot more busier. And I had to, it was hard to, to balance between two of them, especially when Yumbart was getting busier. And so that was a little bit of a struggle for me because I was so used to balancing it all. And <clears throat> when I, so the, throughout that four years, I was basically putting money aside for the contingency fund in case something happens, but for the business, you know, I was very well prepared, but, and in my mind, I kept saying, I have to hit this amount. I have to be at this level. I have to be here in order to do this. And then, but I never took the leap. <laughs> and so finally, before COVID happened, I remember talking to my parents about it and they were so freaked out that I was going to leave this comfortable corporate job. And I remember my mom saying, um, when I decided to stay, she's like, I'm so happy you're staying because we couldn't sleep when you decided to make this decision <laughs> to, to do it. So I said, okay, well, I'm not really going to share a lot with you to scare you. And then to, you yeah. know, for me not be able to take that plunge. Um, and so when I finally made the decision, I, it was more for the business, right? Because I was getting so busy and I was pulled very thin, thinly, uh, you know, thin. And I felt like I was, it was, I wasn't able to grab, hold a grip of a uh, bouncing bowl. I decided, mm -hmm. okay, I need to do this and I can't try to figure out numbers all the time to get to where I need to get to strategize. I'm in my head a lot. I just decided to take that leap. Crazy that you mentioned, uh, you do feel bad when leaving. Like I left my 10 year uh, mm -hmm. job and I gave them, I think, two and a half, almost three months because I was like, so it was hard for me to like tell them. <laughs> so yeah. it, you always feel bad. It's like that work ethic that you mentioned. It's like you you feel bad. You don't want to be like, all right, peace. It, it's like, hey, I want you to be prepared. This is what's going on in the next mm -hmm. two or three months. And of course, work piled up and you're like, OK, maybe I shouldn't have told them. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the right way to do it. It definitely is a work ethic to. um you know, to give them that extended, um, you know, amount of time, but at the same time, you got to do things for yourself, right? Like they're not, yeah. 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 The idea of like feeling bad for someone, if someone said, Oh, I, I stayed because I felt bad. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't, it is not attractive for me. Like I wouldn't <laughs> want someone to do something for me because you felt bad. So when I think yeah, of it yeah. as a reverse thing, <laughs> um, then I'm like, okay, I, 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 I need you me. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because now that you're, I guess you're, you say you're free you're, in a way. There's mm -hmm. less, you're, you're not as stretched out. Like, how's dealing like um, with others' opinions about? Because you did mention with your parents and, and stuff like that. How, how's, how's dealing, dealing with that? Like, that's, that's a great question. So. Um, it was a Friday that was my last day with corporate, and my mom was in town, and she had wanted to come with me to the office and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you can't come with me. Cause I haven't told you yet that I'm packing my stuff up to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, you can oh, come <laughs> that's how I told her. Um, so I pulled mm -hmm. her aside and I said, I have something to tell you. And she's like, what? And I said, I'm leaving. Uh, today's my last day with 
my company. And so she took a really long deep breath and she understood because she, both my parents knew how, how hard, you know, we've all worked. I mean, they were a part of the journey. My sister was a part of the journey, a whole family, right? Like it's a family affair. And so I knew she was scared, but at the same time, I knew she, she knew it was the right thing to do. And with my dad was a little, it was another story for him. I, you know, he, um, I told him after. Yeah. So there's a post that I did on Instagram, just to inspire you know, entrepreneurs, small businesses who, you know, want to take that leap of faith. I wrote together my yeah. feelings and just my journey and path. But before I did that, I had to let my dad know first before he, oh. before he finds out on Facebook, you know? Yeah. yeah. So he, he seemed pretty supportive as well. And he was asking me a lot of challenging business questions, which helps me be able to structure my, my path, but everyone's been really supportive. I mean, there's people who do say, well, what are you going to do about health insurance? And what about this? And aren't you scared? And this and that, and they are triggers that will creep up on me, but I have to also know that, um, they're just triggers that I can also just set aside as an opinion and not necessary in my direction. I think all of us do feel the same, like with those little triggers that you mentioned, Vicky, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, health insurance. Luckily, my wife works at a veterinary hospital and I were married, so I get to be on her insurance. Mm -hmm. But for a year and a half, almost two years, I was not on insurance. And I was just like, and to get it, it's not cheap. It's like at least 200 something to start individual plan, at least for me. Yeah. And I think these, those things shouldn't scare someone, right? It should be, okay, yeah, that's another hump to, to get over, but it shouldn't be the, well, I can't start a business then because health insurance. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's little things like that. Like I'm going through a mortgage phase right now for a house and, you know, they don't take kindly to self-employed or entrepreneurship. Mm. Like they're, they're, they overlook that. They're like, well, okay i'll look at this person's thing we need to have it consistent and all that thing but um you know another topic another day for that yeah. part. <laughs> but we're curious what was the first thing you did after leaving your job that friday like you're like i, I need to do this or oh i was so stoked i felt free i was you know packing all my stuff and then monday rolls by. i'm like what did i do <laughs> I can't believe I did this, you know, so I think it's a, a roller coaster of emotions and I think it will follow me. Um, and so it's, it's the balancing of just feelings and emotion that I may feel it like this, this today. And then the next day will be something way different. And, and so I, I just kind of ride with it. <laughs> and since we're talking about leaving and a little bit of the scare, like that roller coaster of emotions, what scares you the most right now? Like in my mind, when I made this decision, my first thought was, oh my gosh, I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> you know? oh, it's so dramatic yeah. in my head, right? Yeah. So I start mm-hmm. budgeting and strategizing and, okay, maybe I'll eat one meal a day instead of three meals a day. And it's like, so, yeah. and that just stressed me out more. And I'll put, and because of the stress, I'll eat like six mm. meals a day. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I know you're a planner, right, Vicky? Because I know from our conversation stuff, you're big on planning and, you know, every little step you want to be aware of what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. would that go into like the scary part now? Like that you're trying to plan your day with this, you know, there's structure, but then now you're open, right? Like that, that yeah. freedom is big too. Like, how do you 
Uh, I guess two-part question, if you want to call that. It's uh, your advice to others and how you're dealing with it right now. Sure. I mean, I'm still learning and learning through the process. I I mean, because there's a lot of freedom now, you know, I have to be careful. I'm not, oh, I have so much free time now. <laughs> but I think being in corporate has helped me with creating that structure. It's just now a different type of structure. It's not a nine to five structure, which I have, I had to take a week off to reset and get into Nyambar. I didn't want to jump in from corporate to Nyambar. <clears throat> And then still feeling burnt out. So resetting helps me to figure out, okay, what I want to do as my morning routine. And then what day, what time do I want to start my day? And then what time do I want to end it? And I don't know. I'm still playing around with that and what that looks like. Um, mm. But yeah, I am definitely a planner. Um, but I also have to remember to be adapt- adaptable and be flexible with what's thrown at me. That it can't always be this linear like you know journey because yeah. it's not yeah, like yeah. that we all know that right but we think that we have control of our life and we try to figure yeah. everything out and it has to be this way and it's not like that mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all Ooh, know that as entrepreneur definitely. life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah well, it's I think always Peter... <laughs> up and down up and down yeah sideways you know left and right and I think- I think Peter and I are still like figuring out where it's going. Some days, week to week, it's always different. Like we're like, okay, next week we're doing this at this time. And mm-hmm. then something else will change. We're like, all right, let's change this. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. I thought I was going to dive that in, but I had my family coming into town. I was like, okay, I need to spend more time with my family. Um, so I'm like, but that's okay because I get to make my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good, a good and bad thing. I, I'll, I'll say that's for sure. Now, like, I think your family knows that your schedule's more open now. They're like, oh, so what do you do now? So there's that little kind of like, I don't know if you have something legitimate here or like you're so free, maybe I can use it more. Help me here, help me there. So there's a lot going going on. Uh, I'm actually so pretty busy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like more busy than usual. But yeah, my dad dad was like, oh, I'm going to come into town on Wednesday. Let's have lunch. You know, let's hang out. I'm like, and in my mind, I had my plan already of what I wanted to do. But again, it's that flexibility, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was like one of the hardest part for me, just like so used to the same schedule for almost 10 years, right? Like that Mm -hmm. constant thing. And then I think the biggest part for me is that I get to turn off my phone. I was pretty much on call 24-7. If anything happened at the place I was working at, they'll call me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I w- like, for me to have that feeling of turning off my phone, I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything else. And it's mm-hmm. getting – there was time that for that adjustment. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you feel the same with certain things that you're like, oh. Like, yeah. I mean, I have to exfoliate the whole idea of, like, being a – not having that lifestyle anymore because I had balanced both at the same time. So now I get to only do one. And I swear every Monday morning, just working with corporate and and Yambar, um, I would have anxiety because there's so (laughs) much to do for the business, but also I had to get things done for my job. And I just, Mm -hmm. Mondays roll by and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to be, you know, case of the Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. But now I get excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You, mm-hmm. you feel like a kind of like a, some weight has been lifted off your shoulders a little bit and you feel a little bit lighter and you're a little bit like, OK, I have time for this. I don't really have time, but I still have like at least a chunk of my day that I can do for something for myself or something for someone I care about or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's all yeah, it's all in your headspace. Right. So I felt like um 
even though there's so much to do with Yumbar, I felt so much lighter not to be able not to, you know, work another job. It definitely was. I wish I would have done it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) If I would have known the weight was this heavy, I would have let go earlier. It's one of those like we we all been there so long. Yeah. Uh, And you know that you you said it right. Like Monday, it, it was weird. Like I. I would never thought of like Monday would be like a really good day because all these years, you know, Monday is always, oh man, all the stuff's got to catch up to us and from all the weekends to Monday and you have to deal with it all. And, but now, yeah, Monday, like you said, I'm excited about Monday. I think we all are excited about Monday. Yeah. Like Monday's sweet. Let's go do some stuff. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. accomplish things. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have yeah. to say, though, um, with the COVID or at least the pandemic, it was a blessing in disguise because, you know, I felt, I mean, this is all small businesses in general. I just felt like we all really pivot with purpose on how to get really creative on getting more business or getting more sales. And, you know, I almost, I have to say when it first happened and markets started closing, I couldn't get a lot of my ingredients. I almost threw in the towel because Mm. I just felt like maybe this is time to just throw in the towel and just live this linear life that you have and be okay Mm. with it. But then pivoting with purpose and trying to figure out a whole brand new strategy helped a lot with just, you can get really creative with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. ideas. You've seen the small businesses, the restaurants, the pickup, the curbside pickup, things like that. But I was really like impressed with, because of a situation, how we were able to like overcome it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you almost have to be on track with, with that creativity in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like, how can I keep myself on track? How can I use creativity to push myself to be on track? And since we're speaking of like being on track, like what what would you say right now keeps you on that track still? Um, I would say just, you know, um, finding that routine. So and now I'm trying I'm, I created this schedule where Mondays is admin work. Tuesdays is like all sales, you know, Wednesday is marketing, you know, everything that we basically do for the business, but broken down as opposed to in my head, it used to be do everything in one day. (laughs) And um, now I'm able to like break it down throughout the week. And that just, that just kind of relates less pressure for me to, you know, to have that routine. I'm still again, learning and, and growing from it. So it's not like something perfect, but it's something I'm trying out. No, at least you have like, you know, some set. These are the days I'm getting these things done. Uh, mm-hmm. When like you went from everything structured to like, hey, f- open. It's hard to piece that all together. And uh, I, I was on your website and I saw that you're hiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's awesome. So that's a, like a piece into that. Like how, I guess, in terms of now that you get to be, I guess, quote unquote, your own boss mm-hmm. and get to have other team members like what will be your ideal team member or like what, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, so I'm reading this book right now called E myth revisited. Have you guys heard of it? It's um, basically, it's about, it's a myth about being an entrepreneur. And so when somebody has an idea and they run with it, they think it's the easiest thing in the world and they get into it and it's all this tactical work we have to do. And then we forget what amazing ideas Mm. we have. Um, but one of the things that stuck out to me in that book was that it says, you create a business so you can create opportunities for others to have jobs. And that sort of stuck to me a lot where I don't feel like I need to do it all myself, that that's kind of selfish, right? Like you need to learn to delegate. So I'm giving opportunities to those who want to be a part of the journey 
uh, of the Nyambar, uh, you know, world. And so I would, my, my team is basically a team of people who believe in the vision that, you know, we, we, I've created and they want to execute and they want to be a part of that community. And so, yeah, go-getter, hardworking, those who are, you know, want the experience or the skill sets in the back of their pockets so that they can use it for down the road with, whether it's with Nyambar or with other businesses. But I think it's so important, especially for young individuals to take as much as you can because everything is a skill set and everything you learn is something that you can learn, you can have or use down the road. No, that was a, that was an awesome quote. And that was really <laughs> cool. I, 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 honestly, I didn't think of it like that, you know, like mm-hmm. creating opportunities for others and to have them, you know, have a chance to like that we were able to be in this journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome that you have it that way because I think for me, I think one of my biggest values and I talk about it all the time is just being in service of others, just being mm-hmm. in service of others, meaning you're trying everything to help not just yourself, but the people around you too. Right. Uh, that's, I think that's absolutely awesome. And um, yeah, like I think it's, you remind, when you were talking about that, it reminded me of a, a go board when you're talking about that myth of like that Japanese game of chess where you have like, it looks like checkers, but black and white. It's the easiest game you could learn. But it reminded me of that when you start playing it, like, oh, this is easy. And then eventually you realize you're losing because if someone took more territory than you and you didn't realize mm-hmm. that you have less territory. So that, that reminded me of that. And sometimes we forget to think of entrepreneurship that way. We kind of think, here's the layout, here's how it goes. But we never think like far down the line, like of how tactical we have to be. Like, okay, right. we place something here. What will happen if we place that there? What will happen along the road? But um, speaking of the, like, I guess challenges, like that kind of reminded me of challenges as well. Like, what's the hardest thing, especially with the change with the your job and everything? How how did that affect your business with Yumbar? Um, I think the most challenging part, I mean, it is I'm growing my, my, my team and it's a matter of letting it go. So someone else can take it on and they're not going to be, they're not you, you know? So I have to think I have to yeah. be more patient with they're They're not you. So they're not going to be that. They're not going to do that. Perfect. But that's okay. There's room for mistake because there's room for growth on that. And that's something I'm learning, you know, for, for my business is to let go so that they if they that make that mistake, they can learn from it. And so that's been a, a bit of a challenge for me is to, again, find the right people, but also the people who who can pick it up. And, and I'm OK with letting that go without feeling like I need to micromanage because that's not my forte. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that, that, that's good. It's really that, hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we spoken with a lot of small business owners this season and uh, or sorry, last season. Mm-hmm. We spoke with a lot of business owners and. That, that was one of the things that brought up, you know, just it's not you let, letting go of this thing that you've, that your baby, letting go a little bit till other people can learn and grow too with you. Right. And, 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 I, and like what Peter mentioned, you know, the act of service for others, I, I feel that is so important, right? I feel like it's selfish when you try to take it all on your own and you're not sharing your skill sets with other people so that they can learn as well, right? So uh, I really do believe in letting, giving people the opportunity to learn so that they can take that for down the road. Absolutely. 
And I, yeah, it, it's great that you have that. Not a lot of companies mention that actually. Whenever I, bet, I remember in the past when I would go to different interviews and stuff, I would say that and remember the faces of the people. They would look at me for a while, like, what? They're like, that doesn't make sense. But it does, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I remember one guy asked me, okay, so you know the company's values are more important, right? It's about making the company more profits. I'm like, yeah, I understand, but I would still <laughs> want to be able to help my team and everybody around me grow as well. That's more important to me than anything. And of course, sales and everything will come along with it if the team grows and everybody has a skill set that they learn too. Yeah. I, like, huh, okay. <clears throat> I mean, I <clears throat> thinking just working with some, you know, having that corporate life, sometimes it does feel like, mm you're uh, just an employee or a transaction. I mean, I was just talking Mm. to another friend and he just put in his notice at his company. And I said, oh, are you going to talk to your boss today? And he goes, oh, I just sent out an email. I'm like, that's so impersonable. He's like, that's how our our, um, our culture is. And I I was Mm -hmm. thinking, I go, you know, I don't want to feel that way. And I never want my team to feel Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're done. Okay. That's it. You know, um, when we're, when my team were together, I mean, the silly things that we do, but during break times, we actually all do like yoga together for, you know, for a few minutes. Um, we have dinner Mm -hmm. together after we finish. just, it's very community. And I, I always, sorry, I always believe in human to human interaction and Mm -hmm. I never want it to be like a, a business transaction. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make people feel good. (laughs) No, that, that's a really good point. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's like, and I got into that mindset of just like everything's a transaction because when I, I dealt with a lot of sales, you know, like everything became a transaction. Oh, you didn't want to renew or buy this year? I, oh, I probably need to move on to somebody else because I need to hit my mm-hmm. goals. Or somebody's got to get on my back for it. And then I, I, I lost that that part and mm-hmm. I didn't gain it back until like I left. And, you know, as I go through and watch others, how they interact, like my, like my, my wife is great example of this because when she works she goes on picnics with her uh the doctor she worked with she's in veterinarian tech and the doctor always have like a picnic or uh hang out or something like that and she'll like yeah i'm gonna go hang out with my co-workers i was like man i didn't get a chance to do that mm. and i missed that part and because i think that's the part of the team and how the business thrive right yeah so, it's, you know my my job before i mean it's it really was about the people. And I think it's important that we remember it is about people. I know we have quotas we have to meet. That is, a, you have to make business decisions. But at the same time, like we have to each, treat each other kind and as humans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can go deep on this question. It's like, what is this whole new beginning mean to you? Like this whole thing they're able to get to go and pursue this passion. Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, one mantra that I've just kind of repeated that I that really resonate with me is to live free. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to go wild and crazy, but just to, to live, you know, live free in, in the decisions I want to make for myself that betters myself or betters other people around me. And so that's been really resonated with me a lot lately is to be able to go out there and not be afraid of an idea and executing an idea and what does that look like and and not living in fear you know to really live it up <laughs> no that's awesome like it's and it's, I guess we're going back to like the feelings too like just living it up and you know not not to worry about living up to somebody else's goals I would say like, yeah not yeah, to yeah, other people's goal. expectations I, I've lived that 
my whole life before where it was like, and other people's opinion was my decision. So I had to tell 10 people and get their opinion and get confused because I got 10 opinions. And now <laughs> I get to make my own decision as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. And it feels nice. I think even, I guess even me now, I still struggle with that. Especially I know if you, you still have like put parents or phone around or any, there's such a huge network of people and they'll say, no, don't do that. Don't do this. No, you should do it this way all those like voices in your head and you're like, you always go to like the default, right? I think especially mm -hmm. with all of us, with the Asian cultural default, like, okay, I don't want to disappoint anybody. So I'll go with the default. I'll listen to everybody's opinion. Then I think you forget about yourself, which is like the biggest kind of thing that you should, you should be, you should know well that, hey, I, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it is a safe route. I mean, it is mm -hmm. risky to, to take a leap of doing anything that scares you, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I think what's really important too is to surround yourself with people who can support mm -hmm. you and and who can yeah. who are around in the same boat as you. I love hanging out with people who are entrepreneurs who have mm -hmm. grand ideas because it's just like it revs me up to hear other people's ideas. Mm -hmm. um, or people who are doing a bunch of things at the same time. I, I used to get crap a lot for doing so much. And I'm like, I don't know, this is how I'm built, right? <laughs> you can't do one thing yes, at a time. Yes. And, but until I meet other people who do a lot more than I do, then you realize, you know what? It isn't weird and it's okay. It's, and it's a decision you make. Um, whether you want to do just one thing or a bunch of things, it's okay. Yeah, it's just how you have to know how you're programmed, right? I know for me, mm -hmm. people say the same thing about me. Like you do way too much. You're always thinking there's something in your mind. And, uh, and I always tell them, if I'm not thinking, if I'm not doing anything, I feel depressed. Mm -hmm. like, like that's because I am, I just feel like I'm I'm productive. I'm, my mind's not stopping pretty much just <laughs> like asleep at that point. So I'm not like alive, like or like free to go doing what my mind is naturally doing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it means for me with the live free is, is mm -hmm. being, being okay with my, with who I am <laughs> and accepting me mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, ex exactly. Like we, yeah. uh, Peter and I, like, uh, we had another friend, CJ, who was a DJ, CJ, CJ DJ. He, didn't call, <laughs> he doesn't call himself that. <laughs> but his name is CJ. And uh, we had a conversation and like, I brought up the same thing, Vicky. Like I, I used to like think, man, I, I'm doing so much. Other people are here just doing one thing and they're great at it. And they're just doing just one thing, whatever, skateboard, BMX, whatever it may be. But, and I'm always like dabbling into like five, six different things. And I was always like, you know, a bad thing. Um, but now talking to others too, like, like you mentioned, I get jazzed up by hearing other people's like, Hey, I want to do this. This is the thing. And here's what I'm looking for. And, and I'm like, Oh, that is a good thing. We supposed to, right. There is multiple things. Of course, how we divide our focus is different. That goes into a whole nother topic. Right. And, but, and we don't have to live in the box, right? Like yeah. you can live outside the box and test it out. And if it doesn't work for you, go and get back in the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's exactly. it's crazy because like uh, so I, I like I mentioned on my uh, the last episode we were on like I'm a dancer so I compete in everything too and from you know I helped my friend choreograph a a dance for his wedding to surprise his bride mm -hmm. and from there it's slowly got to become a business it's, I'm offering that service out now so like from one thing it's out to the other and all there of it relates go. it's crazy 
didn't yeah. think about it how we could just you know every anything could be monetized in that sense but you had to have that passion for it mm-hmm. and you know talking about yumbar like i i know you had probably different goals then while you're working corporate and yumbar but what are your goals now for yumbar as you're now you know you have more time to devote yeah. to it yeah so all the ideas i have i'm able to like look into it and execute it before their ideas and now i would love for Yumbars. Right now, Yumbars is at three markets, three farmers markets, and also you can buy online. But I'd love to reach out to different corporations. Um, I think of myself when I'm working at corporate and how much work, how, how many hours I put into work and my how I ate and traveling a lot for work and everything was just around work that I want to be able to like go into corporate and then you know, and provide these healthy snacks to employees, healthier alternatives than the three o'clock PM cookies or the AM donuts. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I can tell, <laughs> I can attest to that, how I look forward to three o'clock when there's cake and I'm like, I don't want to eat the yes. cake, but it's there at three o'clock. Yeah. And so I want to be a health, I want Yumbar to be a healthier alternative for for corporations and that we bring in health and wellness for employees and that we care and that we, it's not just about working, but it's also about balancing out work, health, you know, personal life, things like that. So. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a perfect time to do that too, just because I think a lot of companies I think are starting to incorporate that health and wellness into their like their gyms. Now they'll, or they'll have like, a little bit like I think I've seen some corporates they have like a little bit like a little shack or a little like what's it no not shack basket my bad and then like little healthy granola bars and stuff in, in there too yeah and I think we attest to it with being um with the pandemic and a lot of us all working from home and how yeah. you know affect a lot of people's mental health too right like um mm-hmm. I know being at home all day I wasn't used to that Whereas before, you know, you come into office, you talk to a lot of people, and then you all of a sudden you were like disconnected from the world because you're at home working from home. But now I think eventually people are going to start coming back into work. And so I, yeah, there's, I think promoting companies, promoting health and wellness is super important. Do you think future for Yumbar that you have like a store for it, like a, a brick and mortar type style? <laughs> Yeah, good question. I mean, it's an idea on my list. Um, right now, I love, like I mentioned, I love to reach out and go reach out to big corporations, accounts, things like that. Um, I'm starting to connect with different snack box companies that have monthly subscriptions. I can be a part of their healthy snack box mm, that they're okay. shipping out to not just to adults, but also to kids. That's another thing I want to tap into is teaching kids the benefits of eating healthy and making healthy choices. Um, I get all the time, people, when are you going to be in stores? You know, stuff. Yeah. Like, I need to get yeah, my operation. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's awesome. It all, you know, but it's very, very hard to get into stores, to get into whole foods and to, mm-hmm. you know, sprouts. Um, but I mean, it's an idea on the list and the brick and mortar. I thought about that too. I've, because I, I know eventually I need to have my own commercial kitchen. So why not have a storefront? <laughs> it's like there already, right? Yeah. And then who knows, like my other ideas will stem out. And so the ideas are, are limitless. <laughs> yeah. Especially I, I know Yum Bars are awesome on hikes. 
so awesome <laughs> in hikes or awesome in just climb i climb outdoors a lot so mm-hmm. i'm always like having a bar or something it's bad i usually climb at like nine i don't eat anything i'm like oh i have a bar i'll just grab a bar real quick so instead of grabbing like a unhealthy bars off like king supers that have so much like things that you don't know that's in like alcohol or something like that you have mm-hmm. like a healthier alternative yeah <laughs> definitely a cleaner bar a, a bar that'll keep you satiated so you can go about you know your busy day or all those fun activities that you do because the worst thing you need to do mm-hmm. before a workout or a hike is to be hungry very true Oh man, and it's fun to say too. Like you know, yum bar. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's always fun to say, right? You can't just say yum bar. But you right. Yeah. I get it all the time. People are like, "How come you have so many M's in yum?" I'm like, "Well, one was taken, two was not enough, and four was just that's feeling the sensation you get when you bite into it." So yum mm-hmm. bar. <laughs> Why not? Which is awesome. <laughs> hey, that's that's an ad right there. You can yeah, probably okay. do like an ad. Just 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 someone saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, we talked about advices before, but you know, your advice for others that are contemplating, you know, quitting their job, you know, taking that plunge, or you know, just even thinking about this whole process, like, what is your advice to them? I mean, I can only share my journey, and um, I don't know if it'll work for everybody, but for me, obviously, it took. I had fear in me till, oh, idea, I'm going to quit my job. Right? It wasn't like that, right? Like I had an idea and I was saving money because you're at the end of the day, you're going to need money, right? Just to invest in your business and to grow your business. And so I, saving money while I'm continuing balancing both is what I did. And that was my path. And so leaving the corporation, I at least had income and something to continue working with the business, right? It wasn't like, idea I left and now I'm like struggling for money. Um, Two things I I go by to with business is always to be very committed and to be consistent. So even if you don't see results, continue to be consistent. I mean, you guys are at season six right now. Be based off of your consistency, you know, and we're in the beginning of it, it doesn't feel like it's going to, it's moving. Like you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing with this business. It's not moving at all. But as long as you keep sticking with it and continue, continue, something's going to stick. No, that's very true. Like uh, in, in the beginning, we wouldn't think we'll be heading into season six or at season six. And, you know, sh- here we are. Right. <laughs> We're sitting right. here. Sorry. Right. And it was your commitment. It was your consistency. Right. So. Yeah. And it's just like in the beginning, you know, just reaching out to people. We're like, uh, hey, we're hangout talks. Uh, we do this. Uh, if that makes sense. Would you like to hang out with us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember doing an event and I sold one bar for four dollars and I left with four dollars. And I said, <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, commitment, consistency. Commitment, consistency. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes and, it's hard. I think there are days like you said, like you only sold a bar for four dollars. I remember. I think I was like I was marketing my marketing consulting business just going around like, hey, any small business need anything? Let me know. I'll be happy to market for you. I came mm-hmm. back with zero flyers. Everyone gave no. I was like, oh man, okay. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's it's tough. Like I feel like everybody's doesn't need anything right now, but it's okay. I'll I'll keep going. I gotta stick to this. Yeah, got, you have to be this. 
you have to be mm-hmm. okay with rejection. Uh, at least that's what I learned. I you remember giving out sam- have to. Yeah. Like I remember giving out samples and everyone would say no to me and I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, that's okay. And then now I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if this one person reject me. That's okay. There's 300 other people are yeah. going to walk by. <laughs> Yeah, and then all of a sudden something happens. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like you never know. Like you'll be in the gym somewhere, or you'll be, you know, sitting somewhere in the market or walking around the marketplace, and all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, like you do that? I'd love to work with you." All of a sudden, yeah, something happens. And because I think in the past people have told me like, "Wow, I'm glad you stuck with that," because all of a sudden you were at the gym and then you got a client. I'm like, "Yeah, like I didn't think I would." I think that's what our culture needs to is to embrace rejection. Um, I don't remember. I'll have to send you. There's this one guy who specifically did things to get rejected just to be practice on getting rejection. And it was like random weird things he did. (laughs) That was funny (laughs) (laughs) to get people's reaction, but to practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would love to hear about that. I, I think that I think our audience yeah. would too. That that's one of those things that we didn't <laughs> think that'd be an awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did a whole spreadsheet, and he I think there was a hundred uh, situation or experiences he went out there to see if they'd reject him, and it was so random, stupid stuff, but it was funny. And it, <laughs> the moral of it is to embrace rejection. Oh man, it, yeah. It, it, that is true, though. Just like I. For my business too, like I reached out to a few small businesses, a few as in like probably 10. Uh, none of them got back to me as in, I just wanted to sit down and learn about their communication challenges and I didn't hear back from anything. I texted a guy that I used to know that mm-hmm. uh, used to go to my old business and asked him about his business and didn't hear back either. But it, yeah. like you get those, mm-hmm. like, you're like, all right, right, cool. Right, and it's not you, yeah. right? Like Uh-oh. they may be busy, that's not, but in your head, because you got rejected, you think no. something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> agreed and i think it's just with the mentality like embracing that rejection and, and i guess embracing like those failures too because embracing everything that comes your way i think mm-hmm. um a climber he gave me I, I was watching one of his videos and the quote he said was honestly if you're scared of falling honestly one way to get over that fear is just fall just keep mm-hmm. falling like mm-hmm. just go a little bit higher jump off go a little bit higher like get over it, jump off, and then eventually you'll get used to that feeling of just falling again and again and again, and eventually you're not scared anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I remember being so, oh my gosh, when I put in my notice, mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I mean, I did things mm-hmm. that scared me because I could have easily just told my boss, <laughs> you know, via yeah. Zoom, but I asked if I could meet her in person because I knew that that would scare me to talk about Hey, I'm leaving mm-hmm. corporate so I can pursue this small business, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. And I had anxiety and I couldn't sleep for a week. And then after it happened, I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do we build it up so much in our head, right? Like that's going to be the worst mm-hmm. thing in the world. Were you kind of like sweating? Like, did you get the, like this heated feeling? Like you were just like, Absolutely. Everything was, like Absolutely. I remember walking to my corporate, uh, to the building and saying, well, it's not that bad. I mean, the breakfast burrito here is really good. And <laughs> convincing myself to stay. <laughs> the breakfast burrito. Yeah. I'll stay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, breakfast burrito? Okay. No, you know, never mind. Forget the, the passion. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember was, when I was with the company Excel Energy, same thing. I was like, oh, we get bre- free breakfast every morning. Man, I, <laughs> I don't even eat. I don't even eat breakfast. But pre-breakfast sounds awesome every morning. 
and then finally I had to put in my notice and I was like, okay, it's just breakfast. And then I remember I walked by a friend and he was like, hey, we get free, like, what was it? Those um, Chick-fil-A like wraps for, oh, for lunch today. And I, <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't get free. I probably won't get that free stuff anymore. And then like I debated for a while. Like, and I had, and it's funny, I had my letter on my desk too. And I was, I was, I was like, oh man, I'm going to miss out on a lot of stuff. And finally, a friend told me, he's like, just put it in. Like, it, it's fine. We're, it's everyone funny. Just screw, everyone yeah. just screwing with you at this point. Or everything it's, is just screwing with you. Just put it in. You you know what to do. It's funny how we justify things because we're so scared of <laughs> doing something, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, breakfast burrito? Are you kidding me? I'm going to justify with the breakfast burrito. <laughs> but yeah, that was that, that got, that crossed my path. <laughs> but, and I, I remember I read rehearsed what I was going to say the day before. Like, I, yeah. I know we, uh, I always have a weekly meeting with the owners. Uh, that was the time where, like, I'll meet with both, opportunity to meet with two owners, oh, both of them, uh, that will be there. And I was, like, rehearsing what I was going to say and that heat you were telling about and all this stuff. And that was a good day, too. So I was like, this is not too bad. And I started thinking about that, but I was like, I need to say it. So I uh, before that, I, I told I told my uh, girlfriend at the time, I told, um, who is now my wife, um, so it doesn't get that mixed up, but I guess, <laughs> <laughs> just in case she's listening, this is like, wait, what girlfriend at the time? <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I had to tell other people that I'm doing it just so, you know, I, I put some extra barriers there just in case anything that I, if I talk myself out of it or mm-hmm. whatnot, but it, like I, I did at our meeting and I waited until the very last end before we got up and left. I, I think I had to like, hold on, I'm, I have one more thing to say. And yeah, that was like, there was an awkward silence there that I felt. Yeah. I like, okay, Trent, you need mm-hmm. to talk. You need to start talking. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, if the minute it feels like it's scary to you, I say go for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but mm-hmm. I think all of us here agrees that we, I think this is where we're supposed to be. Like we get that feeling mm-hmm. like this, this is what we're supposed to be. Like this is what we're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we're excited for you. Like you, you yeah, like, we definitely are. Like, yeah. That's awesome that you have that. You hit the reset button and now you're an awesome path. Yeah, so really thank is. you so much for the support yeah. and giving me the chance to share it on your podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I'm so excited to see what's down the path. No, like we're genuinely excited to see like where this will go from today on, and then all mm-hmm. this. And we're we're hoping to keep catching up about this journey because this is awesome. Like we 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 love that you know like supportive circle is always good. Like you know you have people like craziest ideas, and you're like yeah, let's do it. You know. Probably mm-hmm. not always a good thing, but you, know, you, know. <laughs> you need you need the hype. You need the hype. You need the hype. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a lot of good things here today too, as well. And and for people to reach out, how could I reach you? And of course, by Yum Bar. Yeah. Um. You for for Yum Bars, you can definitely reach out to me on. Um. You can go on Instagram. Um. It's Yum. It's Y U four M's and then B A R. You can also reach out to me on my website, yambar.com. But I'm always willing. I love just inspiring those who want to take that leap. Or if you ever want to reach out and get any tips and tools, I can share my journey and you pick up what what works, what 
take what sticks to you and, mm-hmm. and take it with you. Um, but I'd be more than happy to help anyone who wants to yeah. talk more business or ideas or anything. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and for us too, as you listen to this episode, please give us a like, a rating, and you know, subscribe to us. That definitely help us out as we continue this path too as well. And to reach out to us, uh, you can definitely do it on Instagram on at Hangout Talks. And reach out to us personally. Mine is Tret Communication. And mine's Peter underscore the suited marketer. And man, we thank you for everybody. And thank you, Vicky, for hanging out with us again. Almost after almost a year. It's almost yeah. a year. It's crazy how quickly that went. And if you would like to follow this journey, Vicky's journey too, from episode 20. I got the number for you. 26. I didn't want to give everybody the wrong number. Episode 26. And then to this episode, that way you get the whole gist of this whole story. And, you know, that that was a story in itself, like, you know, one to the other. That's a big mm-hmm. transformation. Yeah. And, you know, reach out to Vicky. Uh, congratulate yeah. her. You know, uh, grab, yeah. your, uh, grab yourself a yum bar. I definitely think <laughs> yes. I, I, I need to restock on mine for sure. <laughs> <laughs> restock on that too as well. Reach out to us. Buy from Vicky. Send it to us. Whatever you would like. That works for us too. <laughs> Do that. And catch everybody on the next episode. And Vicky, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>